Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1419. How I'm reinforcing my immune system and the pros and cons of fitness tracking. Both by Kathy Robinson of athenawellness.com and I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Welcome to another Wednesday edition of Optimal Health Daily. Remember, this is just one of a bunch of podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself. Now, on this show on Fridays, I do something a little different. I answer your questions. Now, to check out our other shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. And because today's Wednesday, unlike I do every Wednesday, I wanna share a little bit of inspiration with you. So here we go. Quote, Success is about doing the right thing not about doing everything right. Gary Keller. Now don't forget, I'm gonna be reading you two posts today, so let's get right to them and start optimizing your life. How I'm Reinforcing My Immune System by Kathy Robinson of athenawellness.com. It can be unnerving to watch the coronavirus spread into a global pandemic. We can feel uneasy and powerless. The increased stress can impact the strength of our immune defenses. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, the immune system is defined as, quote, the cells and tissues in the body that make it able to protect itself against infection, end quote. Our exposure to germs as well as our lifestyle choices such as hygiene, sleep, diet, exercise, and stress levels all impact the effectiveness of our immune system. Here are five common stressors that can negatively impact your immune system, along with some simple antidotes, some things I'm doing to keep my immune system functioning at its best and ready to respond. One, poor hygiene. The antidote, wash your hands regularly with soap and water for an extended period of time. Clean your phone daily. Don't touch your face and practice social distancing as appropriate. These are some of the best defenses against viral illness. Two, sleep deficit. The antidote, get adequate sleep each night, seven hours minimum is often recommended with a focus on good sleep habits like a consistent sleep schedule. Create a bedtime routine, meaning no blue screens, add in some quiet time, limit caffeine, and keep the bedroom cool. Three, improper diet. The antidote, focus on a healthy diet that includes mostly fruit and vegetables, drink water throughout the day, and limit or exclude sugary drinks, 
consume alcohol in moderation, if at all, and make your meals at home whenever possible. I supplement with certain foods that are part of my wellness routine. Here's a little list of what I add when my energy wanes. Ginger, fresh and pressed ginger juices, turmeric, oregano, and lots of green juice. Four, inactivity. The antidote, exercise moderately and regularly to keep the blood flowing, maintain a healthy weight, and provide some stress release. Walking, hiking, and yoga are all great choices. And five, increase stress. The antidote, remember the stress hormone cortisol? Well, keep cortisol levels in check through meditation for relaxation and grounding, physical activity, practicing self-compassion, talking with friends, and limiting news exposure to the minimum to stay informed. It's clear that life as we know it will be disrupted for a while. We will be unable to control certain factors, such as the spread of the virus or the global economy, but we can control how we care for ourselves and others. Along with the practices mentioned, spend some time reflecting and doing the things you love. Lastly, spread your kindness and good vibes by connecting with loved ones and those in need. The Pros and Cons of Fitness Tracking by Kathy Robinson of athenawellness.com. For years, I have been a relentless fitness tracker. In the 1990s, I kept paper logs of my workouts and meals. In the 2000s, I graduated to looking up macros online for more precision. When wearables were introduced, I tracked my steps, my heart rate, and the distance of my runs. Then, apps became commonplace and I was in heaven. One place to keep all of my fitness metrics along with my goals and trending capabilities. Ultimately though, fatigue hit. Business metrics are a way of life in the corporate world, and I lived by them for decades. They are still important to me as a business owner, but my daily activities are no longer ruled by incremental measurement. Perhaps this is why I put my fitness tracker and related tools away. Here's what I learned. The pros of fitness tracking. One, motivation. I found the audio prompts and visual feedback inspiring. Two, accountability. I kept the end result top of mind and the ability to join social network challenges can further commitment. And three, modification. I appreciated the ability to course correct and amend my fitness approach based on the data by increasing intensity or frequency. Next, the cons. One, obsession. Gathering and monitoring data can become addictive and impact behavior, such as training when I should have rested. Two, tedium. As a result of my compulsive tracking, my wellness activity enjoyment started to decline. And three, vigilance. Every decision regarding movement and food made me think of tracking impact. It's been two months since I began this experiment. It felt odd at first to have a trackerless left wrist. Soon after, I began to feel more at ease regarding my choice of movement and food choices, mindfully checking in each morning before my planned workout and each meal to see what my body wanted. I found that while this takes daily discipline, it's quite effective. So here are the key takeaways so far. One, weight versus energy. I stopped weighing myself daily and now check in periodically. I find that my energy level and how my genes fit are good indicators for me. My weight has remained consistent. 
Two, strength. Due to the pandemic, I have not been in a gym since February. I've used a combination of free weight routines, runs, and circuit training using kettlebells and bodyweight exercises. My strength has increased, as evidenced by the unassisted pull-ups I can now do for the very first time. Three, self-reliance. My mind-body connection has increased now that I depend on mindfulness and inner cues instead of external information. Four, wellness redefined. My definition of wellness expanded beyond what I can measure. For example, I can focus on my lifting form and connect with how my muscles feel as the blood flow increases. And five, enjoyment. My wellness satisfaction level has reached new heights. I love my training routines, I eat a wide range of foods, I incorporate long walks and hikes, and enjoy quality sleep. Perhaps the biggest shift is I am focused on how I feel each day, and I think about why I'm doing something versus how I measure up. This has set off a positive chain reaction to other parts of my life, making it easier to simplify, let go, enjoy seasonal life rhythms, and learn new things and explore. I've extended my tracker-free experiment for now, relying on a simple monthly paper log that I've used for years to record my workouts. But I'll reassess tech trackers when I decide to train for my next endurance event. You just listened to the posts titled How I'm Reinforcing My Immune System and The Pros and Cons of Fitness Tracking, both by Kathy Robinson of athenawellness.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Something that Kathy mentioned in the first article really rung true for me. Kathy said that we can't control everything in our lives. She used the example of the current coronavirus pandemic and reminded us that there are aspects of the pandemic that we can't control. We can do our best to make sure that our immune systems are so strong that if we do get exposed, we can increase our chances of getting over it quickly and with few long-term side effects. But I know that I struggle when I try to control the things that I simply cannot. And I've realized I do this all the time. There are definitely times, more often than I'd like to admit, where I want things done a certain way or done by a certain time, on my schedule. But that's just not how life works. And I'm telling you honestly, I struggle with this. What I'm learning to realize is that when these feelings of control are starting to bubble up within me, it really just means that I'm feeling stressed and I need some time for some self-care. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber of the show. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.